I'm Lester Alfonso, and you're listening to Soundproof on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM. Soundproof is creative nonfiction for audio with field recordings, personal journals, musical investigations, and more. Today's episode, Birthmark, Part 2. I'm doing this so I can get better. I can be a better person, a better filmmaker. If I give to myself first, I have more to give to others. It's a healing journey. That sounds corny to me right now. I don't know how else to describe it. On stage at The Real Asian, so you think you can pitch competition, I said, I learned about myself through talking to other people in my films. When I talked to 12 different Canadians who all came to Canada at age 12, like myself, to realize what that might have been like, it was a real healing journey. And I think making Birthmark the documentary will be another healing journey. Call it what you will. It's a process of personal growth through art creation. A journey from internal weakness to internal strength. And if all the elements manage to conspire, the resulting film can shine a healing light all the way around. With me, this chapter of my healing journey began with a blast from the past. I was having a really rough time one night, and an event from my childhood came to mind. Out of nowhere, it came rushing back, something I hadn't thought about for almost 40 years. your fault. He's saying it's my fault. fault. Uh, He's saying it's my fault. I'm sitting there wondering what I had done. He says it's because I... Your birthmark on your butt. I have a birthmark on my butt. If you have a birthmark on your lip, you're talkative. If there's a birthmark on your foot, you're a world traveler. That's how the Filipino superstition goes. With a birthmark on your head, you're smart. Naturally, if you have one on your wit, it's bad luck. Thunder, rain. I'm at Script Club at the Theatre on King, T-T-O-K, in Peterborough, Ontario. Script Club is run by Mysterious Entity with M. Glasspool. They host an event called Script Club on the first Thursday of every month. Scripts are submitted and actors come in, sign up at the door, and are given a script and a part or parts to read cold with no previous rehearsal with other actors seated around a table for an audience. I bring in a draft called Birthmark, draft number six. I get a play sent to me usually about a week before, read it. People come, a cold reading, get signed up as they arrive. Um, Audience is here usually, and here we are. And yeah, it's a smaller turnout tonight, but I think great. We've got all our parts covered, and yeah, this is Lester's piece, so you should please Describe anything you want to describe, but the actors need to know a 
about the characters or not even it's it's you know there's some benefit to just going in cold but yeah. also yeah. it can help to have a bit of background so you should also just say M that it's facilitated by mysterious entity yeah. theater this is it's true yeah. just say it out loud you know Saying it's good to say it out loud that's true <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so grateful to have mysterious entity theater and script club and theater on king that they all exist because without that I don't feel like I have a community that I could like, put something that's like a, such a draft and, and put it out in the community with um, great uh, minds together and, and maybe help me out with uh, making it better. It was an attempt to write a radio play version of the incidents in my life that led to the epiphany that was to become the Birthmark documentary. We proceeded that night to reenact parts of my life. Here it is. Where is it? Here, see, it's uh, on the toe next to my big toe. Steve is a construction worker. He had to take off his heavy work boots and thick gray wool socks to show me. That round spot, that's the mark of royalty. You see? I don't really belong here in construction. Sound, construction noise cut. I was stabbed in a former life. You have a birthmark on your back? Funny thing is, I went to the psychic and she told me, without knowing anything about my birthmark, that I was stabbed in another life and that she had been my murderer. <laughs> she and I had a beautiful conversation. We gave each other a big hug at the end. Sound, light city traffic. I've always had stomach problems. I think it's because of the birthmark on my stomach. Sound, soft crickets. <laughs> I've always felt blessed because I have a thumbprint of an angel on my chest. That's what my aunt calls it. Sound, soft birds. I always felt connected to my best friend because she has a birthmark that is the same shape and on the exact same spot on our thighs. Only hers is white and mine is black. Isn't that interesting? Sound. Continue soft words. I meet Susan and find out that she keeps her hair styled to fall down on part of her forehead all the time to hide a birthmark. I meet Linda, who has a birthmark shaped like a whale on her leg. I meet Meg, who has one in her eye. I meet Mark, who confesses that he has a birthmark on his penis. Really? Really. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's it? What's it look like? It's oval. <laughs> Do you have a story that connects to the birthmark? Well, it's all really dark and personal. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, would you let me sh show your penis in the film I'll be making? Can my face be blurred out? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Sound man crying. I'm in the woods somewhere in Milton. There's a man dressed in black in front of the building. Are you committed to doing the work necessary? Yes. I'll repeat. Are you committed to doing the work necessary? Because once you walk through those doors, there's no turning back. Yes. Answer me. Yes! 
You must surrender all food, drugs, books, communication devices of any sort, sacred objects. I'm reduced to some clothes and, and a sleeping bag. We will wake you up at 5.30 in the morning and then you must take you a 30 second cold shower. For two I days. will eat nothing but nuts and fruit for two days. Sound heartbeat gradually getting faster. And after two days you will step onto the magic carpet. This carpet has seen it all. Blood, sweat and semen have spilled on this carpet. The blackest bile, the darkest of dreams. The darkest of dreams? What is your toxic shame? I have a birthmark. This birthmark has weight. It pulls you down. Two men appear from behind and loop a black rope around my waist. They start pulling me down. It's a bad birthmark. I feel like I have a tail. I feel like there's a weight. It's like it's tied to an anvil. Now you're trapped. You can't go anywhere. The two men start pulling hard on the rope. I'm struggling to stay on the carpet. They're too strong. I can't pull hard enough. It's pulling you away from the magic carpet. Sound men struggling, grunts. It's pulling me away! Are you gonna fight for it? Is it stronger than you? No! Someone help him. Give him a knife. Someone hands me a knife. But I quickly realize it's a fake knife made out of plastic. Cut the rope! This won't cut it! Cut the rope! I can't! Are you not strong enough to pull it off? You'll die unhappy. I'm strong! I'm strong! Sound bodies fall to the ground. Sound heartbeats stop. You got it. You got your tail. It's in your hands. I'm battered, sobbing, absent-mindedly coiling, black rope in my hands. Now that you have it, what do you want to do with it? I want to bury it. Get the shovels. Sound gradually uplifting music. Get the shovels! Where do you want to bury it? Up, up there. Up there on the hill. Men! Sound men running. It is said that a ritual works because the brain accepts it as really happening. I'm getting rid of something that's only resided in my own brain. The ritual we are doing externalized the fiction into fixed physical symbols. I start digging with a shovel, but I end up using my hands, crying and screaming the whole time. We are with you, brother. I coil the rope inside the hole in the ground, and I push the dirt back in. Now you must choose a new name. Happy Elephant! Cheer. They say happy, happy elephant. elephant! It just came out of my mouth. Look at me, bouncing, exhausted and energized. I'm dirty and reborn. A mirror is brought out and they show me my reflection. Dirt specks on my face and a grin from ear to ear.
they are low. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That night you open, and there you are. Next day on your dressing room, they hung a star. Let's go on with the show. Script Club is at the Theatre on King in Peterborough. It's the first Thursday of each month. If you're listening to the broadcast of this episode on Trent Radio on Saturday, March 21st, 2015, Mysterious Entity would like you to know about their fundraiser. It's tonight at 8 p.m. It's called Mysterious March Meltdown. It's at the Theatre on King, TTOK, 159 King Street in Peterborough. It's music, food, and entertainment for a good cause to sustain the hardworking artists who vitalize our downtown. There's no people like show people. They smile when they are low. Even with a turkey that you know will fold, you may be stranded out in the cold. Still you wouldn't change it for a sack of gold. Let's go on with the show. After Script Club, there was an interesting discussion. Just recently, there was on Facebook, someone had posted uh, uh, the Mirror in London just reported that this couple who had a baby put tattoos on their legs. I don't know if you guys saw this. That matched the baby's... Right, on their own legs. On their own legs. That matched the baby's birthmark. Yeah. Because they said, oh, but children could be cruel, so this is what we did. But I feel like that's always like slid over like, oh, what's the real reason again? Yeah. Children could be cruel. Okay. okay so in 1917, yeah. they did radium therapy on children to remove birthmarks. Mm-hmm. They, all, they all died. Mm-hmm. Why again? Because children it's can be cruel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's this reason again? Yeah. Oh, okay. No oh, yeah. 2015, laser removal of birthmarks for yeah. children. Why again? Celebrating that. Instead of, well, said, or instead of acceptance. I or, want or, the, or, the film to make it like, yeah. cool to have a birthmark. To make it like, hey, I'm not cool because I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have one, yeah. <laughs> a tattoo went on. You know, it's just, again, it's the same thing about like just showing uh, the world like there's so many differences in it's the It's a really interesting topic though because, yeah. you know, I have, the, I have a birthmark. Okay. And it's in a place that is normally not seen. Yeah. yeah. But nonetheless, I have been self-conscious about that birthmark all my life. All my life. Oh my gosh, there you and, go. And I think, I don't know, you know, like the only people who would ever have seen it are people who I've had sex with. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's like it's not ever seen by anybody. But it's always been a thing of, of being embarrassed oh, okay. about yeah. it and it's it's mm-hmm. not it's not um, perfection or this something. You know what I mean? It's it's in. like a flaw. Yeah. It's a flaw. It's not a it's not a, yeah. a cool thing it's yeah. a negative thing mm-hmm. and nobody ever told me it was a negative thing I never had any comment about it from anybody huh. it's something that truth be told I hadn't really thought about but but it's like you say everybody's got that thing yeah. that, that they're self-conscious about whether it be a birthmark or not mm-hmm. you know there's yeah. that like why not celebrate instead of yeah. Like rather in, rather than imperfections, why not uniqueness? Yeah, or, exactly. Or, or whatever yeah, you know, like exactly. like like spinning it and onto a positive thing. Why don't we do yeah. that? 
Yeah. Because that's not how we are. That's not how we are yeah. at all. We're not And like that's that. the statement, isn't because it? Because if everyone had the same birthmark, that would be fine. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course <laughs> it would. Honestly. Yeah. No, because then would. everyone would be the same. That's and right. that's okay. As soon as it's different, yep. you're a freak. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You don't and, look like And us. somehow not acceptable. Yeah. 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 That's, or that's intimidating. Or, or, or whatever. Danger. Threatening. Because you're different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the but yeah, it's yeah. And the bad luck thing stems from a fear of yes, it's, it's absolutely you know. Yeah. 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 I have a flock of chickens at home, and um, it reminded me of them because if there's a if there's one if there's a chicken that's different, uh -huh. they won't let it live. They'll peck it to death. Oh my! That's God. unbelievable. If there's just one little thing wrong with it. Like what specifically? What kind of difference? Anything. Like what? Name um, it. It might have a crooked, slightly crooked beak. Or really? They, they all have their beaks uncut, but if I brought one in that had a chopped beak, which is what they do to chickens to keep them from packing each other, they wouldn't like that because it's weird. And they would kill it. Wow. They just keep at it, keep at it. Until yeah. Wow. And is that, do you think that's part of human well, we nature? As like well, the, or the, the, there's part of that? Something there's part of that that's in us? Yeah, there's something weird if they don't. If it doesn't fit in, they don't want it. Yeah, like, like the runt in the litter. Yeah. The mother yeah. will often yeah. just ignore it. And yeah, it and go. not just feed it, it and whatever, yeah. yeah. It's different. The Do they feel threatened for their life or something by someone different, something different? or Xenophobia. Yeah, 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 interesting. I'm not sure. That's, that's fascinating with the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're weird. Yeah. Good, good anecdote. Wow. But I mean, that's it's true though in 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 society with humans as well. I mean, we we might not kill each other or anything, but we will certainly ostracize yeah. people yeah. for being different. Yeah. Or or you know like what Ryan was talking about. That's mm -hmm. that's very much a, a sort of mm -hmm. unfortunate common reaction mm -hmm. to anything that's different. Mm -hmm. Or having a parent tell you at a young age, whatever it is, like you, yeah. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. You're a hateful, horrible person. Yeah. Like those, they stick yeah. with you, right? It's like getting oh told God, yeah. you're stupid, you're ugly, you're fat, you what, like whatever yeah. those things were, and it's just like, yeah, it's it, in this particular case, yeah, it, yeah, it's like major, yeah. major, yeah. major. Yeah, it doesn't even trauma. have to be like like early childhood either. I no. mean, it can be in your teen years, yeah. particularly like that your formative stuff. years. Yeah. That yeah. that thing where somebody that you respect, yeah, and somehow look up to tells you something and and you struggle I'm thinking of, of something that, that happened to me as a as a teenager where 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 you know people that I truly 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 respected told me that I would never be able to do something and that I would never be considered good enough or, or whatever and and it took a lot of struggle against that thought in my head repeating itself to go beyond that. Like, it, it still makes me like well up. Yeah. And sort of get a lump in my throat. So it's it's like to yeah. have that told to you as a, as a child, yeah. that it's because of you that this tires, like that we've had this whatever incident happen and it's mm -hmm. because you have this mark on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see how you would bury that. I find that there are two sides to myself. The wounded part, desperate to heal, 
but also in self-denial. And the observer who can see the beauty in the horror and have faith in the healing process. It's the latter half that commits to do the work. I feel I have to get other people involved and come up with some deadlines. As part of my own self-discovery and healing process, I have nurtured this observer to my own life, my own daily choices, taking a virtual magnifying glass to an event in my past through the lens of creation has given me a way to move on from traumatic events that I'm stuck on. The personal nature of my work lends itself to it. And I've started to look at this process itself, mining my past for gold. Back home, there's a letter in the mailbox. Dear Mr. Alfonso, on behalf of the Ontario Arts Council, I am pleased to inform you that you have been awarded a media artist mid-career and established grant towards birthmark in the amount of $30,000. There's no business like show business, like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Everything Soundproof is creative non-fiction for audio with field recordings, personal journals, musical investigations, and more. Tune in next week for part three of Birthmark. Soundproof is produced by me, Lester Alfonso. Music by Nostalgic Home Highways. Thanks to M. Glosspool, Ryan Kerr, Diane Latchford, Tobias Bernstein, Naomi Duval, Les Bowser, Georgia May, the Ontario Arts Council, James Kerr, and everyone at Trent Radio. Thanks for listening. Soundproof. Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. on Trent Radio. 92.7 FM. The opening when your heart beats like a drum. The closing when the customers don't come. There's no You are listening to Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, CFFF in Peterborough.